0: What is the art of summarizing? Yes, it's always a good habit to summarize things once you have gone through the whole chapter or the description or the content. Would you like to summarize the Roots of Drug Administration before I actually quit this chapter and move ahead? Yes? Well, great! That's what I want to do too. Let's get started! welcome all to is pharmacology difficult podcast i'm your host dr radhika vijay mbbs md pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tip strategies methods and lots of ideas to learn better understand better and make your concepts crystal clear if you really find and if there's a question hovering in your minds is pharmacology difficult lend me your ears for a while and let in magic of knowledge finally it's the summary time no wait a few heads to talk upon still there are on my list and yes this list is a little long one but today it gonna end my last descriptive speech consists of the set of words about conjunctival auditory and nasal mucosa get to know one thing right you can get the local effects if you apply or instill in the conjunctiva ointments or isotonic solutions of special drugs like sulfacetamide ciprofloxacine gentamicine etc now there are so many other ways to instill like the nasal sprays nasal drops etc And even we have the ear drops today. But if absorption through the mucous membrane occurs, then what we get are not the local effects but the systemic effects. Next, all words about the dermal roots are better termed as the inunction, I N U N C T I O N. Well that's not a new term. Get the meaning right. Rubbing the drug preparation on skin is what I mean to call inunction. Now dermal is a good way of dusting or spraying the drug formulation on the skin surface. The biggest merit is that it is safe and very convenient way. but yes, sometimes it's really tough to ascertain the drug amount absorbed and if there are wounds or abrasions on the skin then systemic absorption may also take place so be cautious about it now some good examples to comment upon are the antibiotic antifungal solutions then we have creams ointments etc then in this particular way ahead we have a list of antiseptic analgesic entire pruritic preparations which produce also a local effect. Now powders are dusted while analgesic formulations they are sprayed to achieve the desired site-specific local effects. Lastly, before we actually arrive at the summary of this particular topic, I want to comment upon the urethral and the vaginal roots many drugs i'm specifically talking about the sulfa drugs antifungal metronidazole etc they are actually applied locally on the vagina while there are various solutions and pencil shaped boogies which are available for urethral use now when we talk about the vaginal used drugs then they can be available in the form of solutions emulsions foams ointments suppositories and pessaries so that was all about the roots of drug administration i'm talking about the roots of drug administration on my list there are so many more and new things are coming up day by day but for the time being i think we've had enough of roots of drug administration now is the golden time to really summarize all these roots of drug administration So, what I want from you all is to take your pens, papers, pencils, whatever stuff, whatever stationery you want to grab upon as soon as possible, whatever you can find near around and start making the table. Now, this quick table, it consists of five columns and many rows. So, rows, I will tell you as and when we proceed, start writing. The first column is the roots of the drug administration. The second time is the absorption pattern. Then I'm gonna talk about the advantages, disadvantages, and finally the wonderful examples for each route. So let's get started with the first and the most basic one: the oral route. The oral route has a absorption, it is variably affected by many factors. The biggest advantage, they are safest, they are very common, convenient. economical and then we have a set of disadvantages like they have a limited absorption then the absorption it can be affected by the food patient compliance is very important factor and it plays a great role because it is the oral route then the drugs may be metabolized before systemic absorption that is very famously what we call as the first pass effect The wonderful examples for oral route, they are amoxicillin, suspension, and acetaminophen tablets. Coming over to our second route, that is sublingual. Yes, we are starting from the enteral part, and that is also from the beginning. So, after oral, we get the sublingual. Now, absorption pattern actually depends on the drug. Few drugs, uh, they have rapid, direct systemic absorption. Very good example is nitroglycerin, while other drugs they may be erratic or incompletely absorbed so all depends upon the drug very good advantages we get from this particular route it bypasses the first pass effect it bypasses the stomach acid and the drug stability is maintained because the ph of the saliva is neutral and but it's a very good route to get the immediate effects then we have disadvantages it is limited to only few types of drugs we cannot give all the drugs sublingually then the drug has to be taken in small doses you cannot administer large volumes via this route and if the drug is swallowed then it will definitely not show its effect yes so it may lose a part of the effect also wonderful examples for this route they are buprenorphine and our old most common one nitroglycerin coming over to the intravenous route absorption is actually not required that's a very good thing then we have advantages it has immediate effects if the large volumes are used it's the best route then if the drug is irritating or a complex substance it's a very good route then it's wonderful in emergency situations then we can have titration done yes it allows the dosage titrations and if the drug is a high molecular protein or it's a peptide drug you can definitely opt for this route then we have disadvantages you cannot give oily substances via this route sometimes adverse effects are seen with the bolus injections then substances mainly should be injected slowly and We have to really follow strict aseptic conditions. Very good examples are heparin and vancomycin. Let's talk about the intramuscular route. Now absorption depends upon the drug diluents. If it's the aqueous solution then it has a very prompt absorption and if there are deport preparations then the absorption is very slow and sustained. Let's talk about the advantages via the intramuscular route. It is suitable if the drug volume is moderate. Not very big, not very small. It is suitable for oily vehicles and sometimes it's great for irritating substances also. It is preferable to intravenous, especially if self-administration is done. It's a convenient method of self-administration is via the intramuscular route. You can really go for it. Let's talk about the disadvantages. It can be really painful. It can cause intramuscular hemorrhage. Then it affects the certain lab tests. Yes, it does. One good example, a lab test affected by intramuscular route is the creatinine clearance. Now, good examples of the drugs via intramuscular route, they are depot medroxyprogesterone, then we have haloperidol. Got it? Okay, moving over to our next route of drug administration, subcutaneous. The absorption, again, of the aqueous solutions is prompt, while of the deport preparation is slow and sustained. Advantages for subcutaneous are, it is wonderful for the slow-releasing drugs, and it is very good sometimes for the poorly soluble suspensions. Then we have disadvantages, again, pain or necrosis, Especially if the drug is irritating and if you have to administer large volumes then it is not the ideal route just don't go for it okay then let us go for the examples insulin heparin epinephrine can be given via subcutaneous route next route inhalational in this the systemic absorption it may occur but sometimes you know it is not always desirable we don't need systemic absorption all the time Okay, let's count the advantages. It is very good for gases. Definitely it's gonna be. Then absorption is very rapid. And very often it leads to the immediate effects. It is very effective. If the patient is having some respiratory problem, you can go for a dose titration. Yes, it does allow it. Localized effects can be given for targeting the lungs especially. There's a condition about it. You have to go for lower doses. They can be compared with the oral or parenteral administration, and there are very few systemic side effects. So we have a hell lot of advantages with this inhalational route. But yes, there are disadvantages. There are always some patients may have difficulty using the inhalers. You know, everybody's not perfect with all the routes. So people need help. They may not be able to self-administer. Then patient may have a lot of problem regulating the dose. Yes, everybody is not an expert in every route of drug administration. And it is one of the most addictive route. Because via the inhalational route, the drug quickly enters the brain. Yes, so be cautious about it. Good examples of drugs are fluticonazone and albuterol. Next, moving over to our topical root of drug administration. The absorption is variable. It is affected by the condition, many other factors, and one of the good factors is the skin area. So, these factors, they affect the drug absorption. Then, advantages are it may be used for skin, eye, intranasal, intravaginal products. Then, it is suitable when we desire a local effect of the drug. It is easy for the patient and it really minimizes the systemic absorption. But then we have a set of disadvantages. It is not suitable for drugs. Having a poor lipid solubility or drugs with high molecular weight, then sometimes some amount of systemic absorption may occur and that may not be actually desired via this topical route. Now, let's list the examples. We have hydrocortisone cream, clotrimazole cream, then we have timolol eye drops. Okay, our next route of drug administration is rectal. The absorption is wearable, it can be erratic. Then, advantages are it partially bypasses the first pass effect. It is ideal if the drug is causing a lot of vomiting, you can opt for this route. It also bypasses the stomach acid. And if the patient is not in a convenient or comfortable or cooperative position, if the patient is in vomiting position or the patient is comatose, then go for this route. What are the disadvantages? It's not a very well-accepted route, Many times the patient is embarrassed and it, the drugs may irritate the rectal mucosa. Sometimes it may irritate a lot and there can be inflammation of the rectal mucosa. That's actually not a very desired condition. It's very painful. Some good examples for rectal root, they are promethazine and bisacodil. Let's talk about the transdermal root. I'm especially talking about the transdermal patch here i know we have discussed it so let's focus on that the absorption is sustained it is actually slow and very good advantages we get from this particular route they are it is very convenient it is painless it bypasses the first pass effect it is very good for the drugs which are lipophilic and which have poor oral bioavailability It is very good for drugs which are quickly eliminated from the body. It is ideal actually for such drugs. Then let's talk about the disadvantages via the transdermal patch. The drug, it should be a highly lipophilic drug. Else this patch won't work. Okay? Sometimes what happens, the patient may get allergic to the patches and that may lead to a lot of skin irritation then another disadvantages is, is that it may cause a delayed delivery of the drug to the desired pharmacological site and then we have only very few drugs can be given via the transdermal patch you cannot opt this route for almost all the drugs you can only opt for good examples of drugs given via this particular route they are nicotine, nitroglycerin, scopolamine, etc. Yes, we have done so many routes. Our next route is vaginal douche. And very good example for vaginal douche is the betadine douche. What is the absorption pattern? The washing or the cleaning out or inside of the vagina with water or other mixture of fluids. That is the pattern of absorption. Then advantages it. It helps to remove the unpleasant odour, it washes away the menstrual blood, then you can avoid getting some of the sexually transmitted diseases. And there are many other advantages, you can prevent pregnancy. Then what are the disadvantages? The most common one is the vaginal infection. Because it is upsetting the natural balance of bacteria in the vagina. I'm talking about the vaginal flora. Then another very dangerous disadvantage of this particular route is the Pelvic Inflammatory Disease. Now, let's have a word about the pharmaceutical pessary. What is that? Actually, it's a device which is placed into the vagina for local action and very good or common example is the Clotrimazole Vaginal Pessary. The one of the best advantages, it produces a local action, it is very easy to use. But there are disadvantages. Now, there may be difficulty in getting pregnant, especially women who use this more than once a week. And it may lead to a lot of complications like ectopic pregnancy. So, always be cautious while using such kind of routes of drug administration. Lastly, I want to comment upon the support or therapeutic pessary. Now, what are these? These are something new things which we haven't talked about, but it's good to discuss new things. You know, there are so many updates, a lot of things coming up, so we should be well updated and know a lot many things. So, examples for support or therapeutic pessary they are gel horn, ring with support, shats, etc. What are these actually? These are devices which provide the support to the uterus or bladder and rectum advantages vaginal support pessary are very useful in non-surgical treatment especially to treat the pelvic support defects what are these defects let me tell you rectocele, cystocele, urinary incontinence, stress etc then other types of pessaries there are the support pessaries which fit by the trial and error method they can be of several sizes they can be of different shapes and styles so these are some advantages but then we have a lot of disadvantages there's a very increased risk of vaginal bleeding irritation ulceration discharge dyspareunia etc then if the pessary is not fitted properly it can lead to strangulation necrosis of the cervix and uterus and if you neglect a pessary then it can come embedded in the vaginal mucosa it may be sometimes difficult to remove so when you're using these routes of drug administration the biggest advice is always stay cautious and be careful follow all the aseptic measures and be vigilant all the time okay That was a fair amount of good advice that I wanted to give to all of you with all the set of knowledge about these different, modern, updated and a lot of roots of drug administration. Well, these are my final words. Yes, I have summarized a lot many which we have discussed and sometimes we discussed a lot many new also. Well, that's all for today. No more set of information bombarding we have had come a long time way for the day. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.pharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about the medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name is Pharmacology Difficult. If you are listening for the first time, do follow me here whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.